Hey everybody, a listener alerted me to the fact that the outro to my podcast was missing. Thank you, Michael. So I have remedied that situation and we're good to go. And I'm happy to say that the situation with Apple has been fixed. So my podcast is now back on iTunes. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I surely, deeply, sincerely appreciate you guys. Because you're special. (laughs) Hey, anybody who's going to sit there and listen to me ramble on and on about goofy things that interest me, well, you're okay in my book. Now, I am currently on a cruise as I record this. And I am going to attempt to post my daily happenings. But if for some reason things don't work out and I have to wait until I get home, well, okay, then you know that you'll get this later on in the week. I am cruising from October 22nd. That was yesterday, the day we left. And the cruise ends on the 29th. So if you're hearing this before the 29th, that means I was successful. But if this episode doesn't post until the 30th or 31st, well, happy Halloween. And we all know how that went. (laughs) Okay, talk to you later. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the ocean as we are cruising along. Oh, it's a beautiful, beautiful morning. So, in case you didn't know, I am currently on a cruise. I am on a princess cruise. And the reason I'm speaking quietly is because I'm out on the balcony, and it's 6.30 in the morning. (laughs) I have a lot to tell you already, and this is barely the beginning of day two. So I'm going to drink my coffee, and then I will continue recording. So hang in there. Alrighty, I've had most of my coffee and I'm back inside my cabin where it's a little more quiet. So I'm going to recap day one, which was embarkation day. It went very smoothly. Uh, Even the drive out from Riverside, we did it in just a little over an hour. We hit absolutely no traffic whatsoever. Nice drive. Uh, We pulled up to the cruise terminal parked and walked, you know, over to get in line. Um, Oh, well, when we first pulled into the parking lot, there was a humongous line and we both looked at each other and went, "Uh uh-oh, oh well, especially for me because my knees are so shot. I can't stand for long. I can't walk a lot. And that's another thing. I don't know if I told you all about my knees. 
<laughs> After years and years of leg pain, I finally got someone to listen to me, and they ordered x-rays. And it turns out that I am missing 90% of the cartilage in both my knees. So, yeah, they're pretty much gone. So they have me doing some physical therapy exercises right now. You know, Kaiser, they always want to start slow. But hey, that's okay. At least I have answers. I feel vindicated, validated, whatever word you want to insert here, because I knew something was wrong, and this finally proved it. Okay, so we, we look at the line, and we're like, oh boy. Okay, well, it is what it is. So by the time we parked, and we got our suitcases out, and we're rolling over there, the line was almost completely done. <laughs> so we got the back of the line, and it was moving very quickly. So it took us approximately, I'd say 10 to 15 minutes to get through the security portion of it, you know, where they scan your bags and they look at your passport and whatnot. Then we went actually inside the cruise terminal and we got in a very, very short line. I think there was only four people ahead of us where we checked in and they gave us our medallions. In case you don't know, Princess uses a little electronic medallion. It kind of looks like an Apple AirTag. And that's your everything, your room key, you make purchases with it, it's your identification, the whole nine yards. So we picked those up. Oh, I have to tell you something. She hands me my medallion. And then she says to me, where's Chris? <laughs> um, I don't know. Chris who? And then she says, oh my goodness. I've got the wrong Connie. Well, there was, there is another Connie Moreno on this ship somewhere. <laughs> and they had given me her medallion. So I handed it back. And then uh, she did a little more research and she found me. And Marlene says to her, well, didn't you look at the picture? And she says, no, actually, I'm verifying by passport number. So apparently our even our passport numbers are very similar, but she caught the difference. So we got that straightened out, and she gave me the correct medallion. And Marlene got hers, and we rode the escalator on up to the ship. Wow, it is a beautiful ship. I am very impressed with the ship. I'm impressed with the crew. The crew is extremely friendly and helpful. Um... So when we were trying to decide, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to go get something to eat or what? You know, I get a text from my friend Tommy. Now, Tommy's from the Cruise Dudes. And he's in the elevator with Lauren Tweese, who is Julie from The Love Boat. I just about went through the floor. <laughs> and I told him, you are a lucky dog, exclamation point. Wow, what luck. And it just happened. He said he was in the elevator. The doors had not started to close yet when this voice said, is there room for one more? And he looks up. Whoa, of course there's room. <laughs> so that was really cool for him. Okay, so we opted to wait 15 minutes for one of the dining rooms to open instead of going to the buffet. I actually don't like buffets. 
especially on Embarkation Day when there's 50 million people and their grandmothers there. So we opted to wait the 15 minutes. And uh, in the meantime, Tommy and I were still texting each other. So he and his wife, Lena, and a friend of theirs came over and joined us. So the five of us had lunch together in the dining room. Lunch was okay. I had a pasta. Uh, darn if I can remember now the name of the pasta. The little stuffed squares. It was okay, but I think the pasta was undercooked. So I should have picked something else, but, you know, I wanted to try something different. Uh, Marlene had salmon, and she said it was excellent. Tommy had a cheeseburger. I don't remember what Lena had or um, their friend. But it was a very long, long lunch. And that had me a little worried because I'm sitting there going, well, you know, the restaurant was not crowded. So how come our servers are not coming around asking if we need anything or taking away the dirty plates you know it just it was an exceptionally long time finally they came around and they took our dessert orders and they had an orange souffle now I've never had a souffle before and it was absolutely delicious so I was very happy with that choice so at that point we went to our rooms to drop off our carry-on and, uh, uh, wow, I really liked my room. It's beautiful. It's compact. It's smaller than I was expecting. But everything I need is in this room. So I'm not lacking for anything. But when I looked out the balcony door, oh, I had upgraded to a premium balcony. And, man, was it worth it because it's a huge balcony. And I can sit out there and not feel like my knees are up against the glass. Now, mind you, I've got short legs. So for me to feel cramped on a balcony, I can only imagine what a poor guy that's six foot four would feel, you know. So it's a beautiful extended balcony. And I can sit out there and no one can look down on me. Because on other balconies, every deck above you can look down. I'm on deck nine right now, so... About midway. It's a perfect location. Very smooth, very quiet. Oh, guys, I slept. <laughs> and I looked at my door last night. No light coming through the frame of the door. It it was great. Great room. So anyway, uh, dropped off my stuff. We decided to go to sail away. Um, I had told Marlene, I have a feeling that the cast from the love boat will be at sail away. And she'd never been on a sail away, so we went. And boy, did we luck out. We got this perfect spot right smack in front of where the cast was going to come out. And it was a curved sofa-like area with an awning on top. In case it started to sprinkle, we were covered. You know, it was really nice. So they put on a really nice sail away show. I was very impressed with it. And then... You know, they introduced the cast. They came out one by one. And, man, my face hurt from grinning so much. It made me so happy. <sighs> you know, it was 
because of that show that I dreamed, you know, someday I got to go on a cruise. Someday I got to make it happen. Because at that time, I honestly thought that only the rich cruised. So watching that show was a little bit of escapism. And yes, it was entertaining. And yes, it was full of comedy and laughter. It made me laugh. It made me feel good. Always, always, always my face hurt from grinning at the end of that show. And it wasn't until years later. Okay, so Love Boat came out in the 70s. And it was in the early 80s that I accidentally stumbled upon some information at the very back of a Carnival Cruise brochure that showed the breakdown if you had four people in a cabin. (laughs) And it was very reasonable. I mean, at the time, it broke down to 400, approximately $465 per person for seven nights. Now, that was astounding to me. You know, being a single mom and a clerk with the L.A. Unified School District, you don't make that much. And that that's all it took. I read that and I recruited three other people to book a cruise. And I've been cruising every chance I get ever since. So, back to the sail away. Oh, it was great. The energy was great. The people, the ship is full of fans from all over the world. And everyone was just so happy to see the cast. And they're, oh man, they're so nice. They're so nice. They even stopped, I mean, after they did their little spiel and waved. And they were gracious enough to stand around and sign autographs and take pictures with people. Now, I didn't want to, you know, go stand in line because, number one, I can't. So, you know, I was happy. I was happy that I got to see them. It was really cool. So after that ended, we went back to our rooms to freshen up a bit and then uh, try and get some dinner. Oh, but I forgot to tell you something. While we were at Sail Away, I wanted to try out this cool feature of the Medallion app where you can order food or drink. And it's delivered to you no matter where you are. So I ordered a cocktail. And it says, okay, order processed. All right, and I'm waiting. And then all of a sudden, your order has been canceled. Hmm, okay. It's probably a glitch. So I ordered again. After about five minutes, your order has been canceled. Okay. (laughs) I don't give up that easily. I ordered a third time. After about five minutes, your order has been canceled. What is going on here? So I waited about 15 minutes because this was in the middle of all the hubbub. All the people were, you know, there on the Lido deck. And I thought maybe the system is overloaded. So as things were winding down, I ordered another drink. And within five minutes... My order had been canceled. (laughs) I thought, this is crazy. So at that point, when it ended, we all went back to our cabins. And I thought, okay, I'm going to order a cocktail here while I'm freshening up, you know, before dinner. I accidentally ordered two cocktails (laughs) to be delivered to my stateroom. 
Well, they never showed up. And yet, they were marked as delivered. I'm sitting here, oh no, 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 no. So at that time, uh, Marlene texted me and she said she wanted to come down to look at my room to see my balcony. Now she got a mini suite and she's really happy with that because she got a bathtub. That I couldn't care less. I couldn't care less about a bathtub, but I love the extended balcony. So when she came, there was a piece of paper out on the balcony and she picked it up. It was a note and it had a medallion in the note. And I thought, oh, that's weird. I better take this to guest services. So I shoved it in my pocket. And uh, when we left my stateroom, I went up to guest services, number one, to tell them that my medallion is not working correctly. Now, your medallion is supposed to unlock your stateroom door as you approach. And that way you just open the door instead of fumbling for a key. Well, mine... (laughs) When I'm about six feet away, it flashes my name and welcome and it unlocks. And then I take two more steps and it locks. And I can't open my door unless I physically pick up my medallion and put it up against the wall where the sensor is. Then it will unlock my door and let me into my cabin. So that's right there. That's that's not right. There's a glitch there. And it had happened at least three times. So I thought, okay, when I go to guest services, I'm going to talk to them about my medallion. And I'm going to tell them about the drink orders that I never got. Because I didn't want to be charged. And there's gratuities, okay? And gratuities are added every time you order something like that. So we went to um, guest services. And, oh my gosh, we had the sweetest crew member there. And mind you, you know, when I'm going to complain about something, I do not become a Karen. That's just counterproductive. But I'm ta- I'm talking to her the way I'm talking to you right now. And I explained everything that was going on and she apologized profusely. And uh, she said she would get it straightened out, you know. So she asked if I'd be willing to wait a few minutes and I said yes. Well, they tested the uh, medallion, and it turns out that it's the sensor that's outside the door of my cabin. She said it appears that the battery is dying and needs to be replaced, and that they would send someone right away. And I'm like, okay. And she asked me, she goes, would you like to go back to your cabin and wait for them to come? Sure. Okay. So we did that came back to my cabin. I waited 45 minutes. (laughs) No one ever came. So I texted Marlene and I said, all right, I'm headed back up there to guest services. Well, I went back and I spoke to the same crew member and she was so apologetic because I told her no one ever came. So she got on the phone right there in front of me and called the service or maintenance department and they said they would come and get it fixed. And then in the meantime, because I'd been having so much trouble, she credited back, credited back the gratuity charges for all those drinks that I never received. And then she gave me an inconvenience fee 
you know, $50, I think. So I thought that was really nice of her. She didn't have to do that, but I appreciate it. So with that, oh, oh, wait, that's when I gave her the note that we found with a medallion. And she seemed to think that maybe it was dropped by housekeeping. But here's the puzzling part. Okay, I'm on deck nine, and the note that was used to wrap the medallion, it gave a room number, which was on the 14th floor. So how on earth did it get from a room on the 14th floor down to my balcony? <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. But she thanked me for, you know, turning it in. So at that point, we decided we were going to go have dinner. And we had dinner at the Juno restaurant. There are three main dining rooms on this ship. And they're all named for ports in Alaska. And the cool thing is that the three of them have the same dinner menu each night. So... It doesn't matter which restaurant you eat in. You're, you're not going to miss anything. You know, if you see something on the menu, oh, this dining room is, is having prime rib. But say your companions want to eat at a different dining room, you can still get your prime rib. So we thought that was pretty cool. So we ate in the Juno restaurant or dining room. Had a lovely dinner. Um, I had... Why do I always do that? As I'm talking to you, I can see my dinner. I'm thinking about it, about how good it was. And then when it comes to the actual moment of telling you what I had, it all goes poof, blank. Is that like extreme senior moment? Ugh. That might, that might be something to <laughs> talk to my doctor about. It's not funny, but then I laugh when I'm nervous. Hmm. Very strange. Well, anyway, we had a great dinner. I can't remember what I had. I have pictures of it. And, you know, I suppose I could refer to my photos to refresh my memory. But that would be cheating, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right, so I did. I referred to my photos. I started off with something very unusual for me, but I had to try it. It was a chilled, sweet, coconut pineapple soup. It was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I could see having that like on a hot summer day. Oh, that was so nice. So nice. And then instead of having an entree, I saw that there was some spicy garlic shrimp as an appetizer. So I asked if I could have an entree-sized portion of that appetizer. And yes, they said no problem. So they brought me six good-sized shrimp that have been sautéed with a spicy tomato-based sauce. And then it had chopped fresh jalapenos on it. And oh, wow, that was nice. That was really nice. And with my dinner, I had a mango margarita, which was very good, very well made. Um, after dinner, we walked over to the crooner's bar because Marlene wanted to check out the single and solo travelers meetup. So I'm 
not into those things, but I thought, oh, well, you know, you want to do it, let's do it. We'll, we'll figure it out. Well, it turned out to be quite entertaining. I mean, there was a group of about 12 to 15 people, the majority of them, you know, my age, seniors. Uh, they all seemed to be really nice, really nice, chatty people. Met a couple people. Of course, I'm horrible. I always forget to ask people their names. Is that not ridiculous? You're sitting there talking to a person, la, 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 enjoying yourself thoroughly. But does it occur to me to ask their name? No. <laughs> so, oh, that's the lady from, you know, Vegas. That's the guy from Texas, but I don't know their names. Anyway, so it was supposed to be a 15-minute gathering, and we were there for over an hour, so it was nice. After that, though, I was beat because I'd been up since 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> and I told Marlena, I'm done. So we went our separate ways and I went back to my room to shower and go to sleep. And I actually slept for most of the night. Um, not because of noise or, or anything like that. The bed is comfortable. But my first night anywhere is always, you know, a toss-up. But I woke up feeling okay and, uh, you know, got up, got dressed, and I ordered uh, a coffee. <laughs> now, see, here's the whole reason I was excited about this medallion app. I figured with my knees being as bad as they were, this way I could order my morning coffee and have it delivered to my room. So I ordered a macchiato. And it said it could take up to 30 minutes. Okay, that's fine. It took 40. And then when they gave me the cup, I thought, why wow, this doesn't feel very hot because I ordered extra hot. Well, I took the lid off. There was only half a cup of coffee in there. And it was room temperature. <laughs> I thought, okay, well, at least I've got some caffeine. I'll drink this out on the balcony, but at least now I know going forward I'm going to have to get my sore butt, no sore knees lazy butt up and out of the cabin maybe I should try room service, that way I could get like an English muffin or something with my coffee I might do that tomorrow, I might try hmm yeah, I might try um, room service so, it is presently 7.26 in the morning. I am going to tidy up my cabin a little bit, put on some jewelry, and then go mosey about. Marlene said she was going to get up and be ready for breakfast by 9. We'll see if that happens. Um, I'm going to try to post this, uh, this podcast episode today. If... It doesn't come out by October 23rd, then we know that the internet wasn't strong enough. And you'll probably be hearing this later once I get back. All right. So I've rambled on long enough. Let me see. Wow, I've been talking for 24 minutes. <laughs> and if you're still there, thank you. <laughs> okay, guys. I will definitely be recording more and talk to you later. Bye.
Okay, I've left my cabin and I ordered a quick breakfast just to tide me over until I go to real breakfast with Marlene. <laughs> so I am at the International Cafe, which is like a Starbucks, but it's the ship's coffee house. And it's in the piazza and it's quite beautiful here. Very relaxing. So I'm going to enjoy a pistachio croissant and my mocha. So yesterday was a lazy day. It was a sea day. I don't even remember what I had for lunch. <laughs> it was our first formal night, so I did get all dressed up and gussied up and did the hair and makeup on the whole nine yards and had a lovely dinner in the dining room. It was a very leisurely dinner. I think we were there for a little over two hours. Some of my table mates were complaining about that, but I thought it was nice. Of course, we didn't have any plans to see any shows or anything like that, so all was good. Yesterday during the day, there was a vow renewal ceremony, and the cast from the Love Boat were there, and actually it was officiated by Jill Whelan, who played the captain's daughter on uh, the show. She is, I guess, a minister. So we did not watch it. We walked by and walked through a couple of times as we made our way back and forth across the ship. But people, you could just feel the happiness. People were beaming. They were smiling. They were so happy. And I did hear uh, part of a speech that was given by uh, Fred. Oh, what was his name? His last name is Grange? Fred Gopher. Let's just go with Gopher. He said that he actually met his wife of 30 years on the Lido deck. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. So we didn't really do much of anything yesterday except, you know, walk around, explore the ship, try a few new drinks. <laughs> it was nice, a really nice relaxing day. And today's gonna be the same because I'm not getting off of the ship in Cabo. As I mentioned, uh, I probably mentioned earlier, I have a hair appointment in about half an hour. I'm going to get my hair cut. Just like I did on my very first cruise. And then we'll see what the day brings. I don't plan to do much of anything except maybe pool hop. I did buy a week's pass to the Enclave, which is an area of the spa where you have access to a steam room, a sauna... They have a nice, like, warm whirlpool area. They have hot showers, cold showers, aromatherapy, all kinds of stuff like that. So, I'm going to go relax in that later. And if I do anything interesting, I'll pop back in and record another segment. Alright, so this is Connie, the morning of day three. And... See you later.
recording this on Wednesday morning. Um, Tuesday I did nothing but lounge around by one of the pools all day. I would get in and out, in and out, do some leg exercises for my physical therapy. But it was just so cool to be in the infinity pool looking out over Mazatlan and the carnival ship that was next to us. But that is literally all I did until about four o'clock. We decided to go to the Enclave, which is a section of the spa where they have a hot whirlpool area. And they have the tiled loungers that are heated. So we hung out there for quite a while, going back and forth, and then took a nice cool shower. And then I went back to my room and showered for real there. And I was gonna get ready, you know, to get dressed and go to dinner, but I wasn't really hungry. So I sat there in bed and I watched a couple episodes of Love Boat. I've been watching a lot of Love Boat on this cruise and it's awesome. And then about eight o'clock, I got hungry. So I decided to order room service from the Crown Grill restaurant. So I had a Chilean sea bass. Oh my God, it was so good. It was a big, humongous piece of sea bass cooked to perfection and no sides, just that. And it was, it was great. And then I watched another episode of Lupo, and then I decided to call it a night. And I slept like a log last night. I actually did not wake up until 7.30 in the morning, which for me is quite unusual. So, so far this morning, I've had a very lazy morning. I had a light breakfast, and I've just been walking around exploring the ship. And I tried to order another of the, the watermelon cocktails, Sandia and Fuego, but I was just informed that they don't start making them until 11. What? <laughs> Have you ever heard of such a ridiculous thing? Oh, anyway, so I came to a different lounge to order a cocktail, but they're not open. So I think I'm going to possibly open up the Princess app and order something to be delivered, but I'm not quite sure because I'm beginning to smell cigarette smoke and I don't like it. So I might find a different place to sit on the ship. I just want to stay out of the sun today as much as possible. Okay, I'll check in with y'all later. One of the things I had scheduled ahead of time that I really enjoyed was a wine tasting. So in one of the dining rooms, they had the people meet and we sat at tables of eight. And they had, let me think, one, two, three, I believe eight different wines for us to taste. And they gave us a brief history of that particular wine, the grapes that were used, the winery that makes it, you know, that kind of stuff. Now, I am not by any 
stretch of the imagination. Am I a wine connoisseur? I know what I like, and it's not what most people like to drink. (laughs) I like to drink sweet wines, and I knew that there would not be any sweet wines on this tasting, but I wanted to learn a little bit about wine and why they recommend that you have this with that and all the other stuff. So we're tasting wines, and after about the third glass, you know, everybody at the table starts getting chatty, and we're talking about different things that we've experienced on the cruise and whatnot. And the lady next to me had this puzzled look on her face as I was talking. And then she says, excuse me, honey, but I have to ask, what's your name? And I told her. And she says, oh my God, that's my name too. So you already know the story of what happened to me on embarkation day when they gave me the medallion that belonged to the wrong Connie Moreno. Well, here she was sitting next to me at the wine tasting. I cracked up. We were laughing and laughing and laughing. It was hilarious. It was just, it was really funny. It struck me as really funny. So what are the chances, right? What are the chances? Not only that there's another person with my name on the ship, but that we end up sitting next to each other during the wine tasting. (laughs) I got a big kick out of that. Now, some of you might not know this, but Captain Steubing was played by Gavin McLeod, and he passed away last year. Now, this cruise was supposed to be basically, you know, in honor of the cast. It ended up being a celebration of his life, uh, and there was a photo op on the ship where they had a picture of him in uniform, And they had part of his costume, his hat and his dress jacket. And you could stand next to them and have your picture taken. So we we did that a few times. But it was just, it was cool and yet it was very sad. Because to me, he will always and forever be Captain Steubing. So it was sad that, you know, he wasn't there on that cruise. Good morning. This is the morning of day three. I believe it's Monday. Yeah. We are on our way to Cabo San Lucas and we arrive at noon. I am recording at approximately seven o'clock in the morning LA time. The ship's time is an hour ahead. I just had a small breakfast so that I could take my pain meds. And I'm currently sitting the very, very aft of the ship looking out at the wake. That is one of my favorite views. So, I'll give you a brief rundown of what I did yesterday. I probably won't cover the whole thing in this segment, only because I'm killing some time uh, for a hair appointment. So... I slept surprisingly well, considering it was my first night on the ship, Uh, you know, Saturday night. Got up Sunday and, of course, had to go get some coffee. 
Oh, I think I told you guys about that, huh? That's right, I did. Okay. Forget that part. Well, then you know what? Forget this. One last thing before I leave you all, I have to tell you about the duck I found. There is such a thing as cruising ducks, where people hide little rubber duckies all over the ship. They attach a colorful tag with the name of the person, the name of the ship, and the dates of the sailing. So while I was on the Princess Cruise, I found a hilarious duck that I am keeping on my desk at work. It is an autopsy duck. (laughs) He's dead, of course, with the two crosses on his eyes, and he's got the autopsy scar on his chest. Morbid, yes, but... Since I love Halloween, this would make a great addition to my Halloween collection at work. Well, I hope you all enjoyed my tidbits from my cruise. I highly recommend Princess. Oh, man, this is totally unsolicited. They're not sponsoring this, but Princess cruises are fantastic. Okay, y'all. Bye. Thanks for listening.